AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Anna. Hey, Dick. It's the finale. We have come a long way with this show. I've had so many emotions. I've been violently angry about Jenna and Adam and how they treat people and the work environment they've created. And I really went on a roller coaster with this season. And I think it didn't help that I really struggled with season seven of Regular Below Deck as well. Yes. It was a good, like, season and two-thirds of, is this show bad now? Yeah. And then a real turnaround. And again, we've we've talked a lot about how excited we are for next season. Right. Also, I bet it's a lot more fun when you're in it, you know? When you're doing it, when you're seeing it in real time, when we're experiencing it in real time. And I think we have a little bit of, like, fatigue just, you know, it's like we're so close. It still feels like these episodes are from years ago because they're old. Uh, I don't even know how to describe how I feel about this season. I'm very annoyed that this show popped off on the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. I just felt it was kind of a slow burn getting to the point where Jenna finally gets called out for her bullshit. And I guess it's a good finale, but it's also 
a slow finale. Like, I don't feel like a ton happens. Like, we've always said on this show, like, the finales are kind of weak. Because people are just leaving. So you can't, like, have a cliffhanger. Just like everyone just leaves. But, like, I feel like six episode 16 is where we peaked. And now we're slowly going back down again with 17. Here's when they should say goodbye. Uh, at the end of the night for their last hangout. That's when the seasons should end. We don't need to see them packing the next day. Right. It's never worth it. No. And they never say anything interesting. They're like, I had a great season where I learned so much about myself. Okay, bye, bitch. Yeah. Like, also, yeah, bye. sometimes sometimes one of the stews will confront the chief stew finally for no reason. But usually that happens on that last night anyway. It's it's never the next day. And this one, like, Georgia uh, tells Ciara about her crush on Paget on the last night, not the the last day. Anyway. I also feel like the, the reveal to Ciara was deeply anticlimactic. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, she was like here's the situation and Ciara was like a bitch about it kind of yeah Ciara has a way of making things that are about to be fun uh nothing (sighs) like a threesome or a confrontation nothing she never steps out of line she never like has anything to regret (laughs) it's so weird I don't know how she gets away with it I think she's just boring Is that fucked up to say? Mm Mm-hmm. But it's right. The only thing she brings to the table is that she's infatuated with Paget, but then also isn't threatened by Georgia in any way. But, like, I think that's also kind of, like, a facade she puts on that she's not threatened by Georgia. Like, I think she is, but she's like, the only way I can get through this is to not let it destroy me. Look, I I really don't think she's that threatened. Um, Again, you know, because of everyone's proximity, he can't cheat on her. But I don't think he would cheat on her because he's just not that guy. But I think, like, even if you're, you don't think anything's going to happen, it's still, like, irksome that your friend and your boyfriend are, like, flirting. And Georgia is doing absolutely nothing wrong. And I think Paget deserves for Ciara to be mad at him. Yeah. All right. It's season one, episode 17 of Below Deck Sailing, officially the finale. Thank God the show just got good. So we continue with Glenn speaking to Nicole about Billy possibly having cocaine on board. And she seems very surprised. And he's like, well, let's talk to Billy. And she's like, I don't want this charter to end. And I was like, me and you too, sister. So, yes, they go and speak to Billy, and he says, I swear on my mother's grave, I didn't bring any drugs on this boat. And he's like, I have no idea what white powder they're talking about. I didn't kill my mother to then bring drugs on a boat, okay? Well, yeah, so Billy's fine with them searching his cabin, and they go— I actually want—I was actually going to come up here and ask you if you would search my cabin, actually. When someone is, like, so down with a search— Oh, yeah, absolutely, because I know for a fact I finished it, you idiot. You don't come to a guy in the morning and say, hey, where's your drugs? Guess what? I did them all, you freak. You think so? I thought a part of me was like, maybe his drugs are literally just like tucked into his shorts. Uh, Yeah, no, of course. He has them in his pocket. Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> There's so many places to put him. He's not worried about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, Billy's like, yeah, let's go search my uh, cabin. He knows people go through his fucking cabin when he's out of it. It's hidden. That they go into your cabin. That's the whole point. Yeah. But uh what a waste of time. What a bad idea. What a shitty captain move. I really think Glenn should be fired. For going through his stuff? Yeah. He Glenn has should to. be fired. He doesn't have to. No, not at all does he have to. He didn't see anything. True. So it's totally his decision, 100%. He's just a little fucking narc. Right. So they go into his cabin to search, and they bring Madison as a witness in case they find anything. And Glenn says he once saw a guy roll a joint and smoke it on deck, and he took it out of his hand, and he threw it in the water, which I'm like, don't be a fucking buzzkill. Yeah. It's weed, God. bro. Weed's legal. <laughs> that is the worst story. It's like, Ugh. it's like when I was in high school, I went to a party and these guys were drinking beer and all the girls were drinking and, and everyone was having a good time. And then uh, <clears throat> I punched everyone in the dick. No, more like I called the police. What a jerk, dog. I arrested them all myself. Yeah. So Glenn starts searching his bags and they find nothing in the end. And Madison says, it's really awkward and intense. And Glenn says he hopes it sent a message to get rid of anything else that they might have on board. And Billy's really upset. And he says he doesn't even want to be on the boat anymore because of this. And Jenna said they had an observation of something and felt obligated to tell Glenn, even though she didn't want to ruin his vacation. And the guests are all rattled and stressed out now. And Jenna says that they will probably go out on an awkward note now. And it's like, well, whose fault is that, Jenna? And yeah, uh, Madison's trying to get the guests to relax after the drug interrogation by bringing them champagne and being like, breathe, it's all good. And I literally, truly think Madison saved the day. Because like that Nicole, the main charter, primary charter was also pretty rattled because she was like, oh my God, are there drugs on board? Look, here's the thing. Hmm. Drugs aren't a big deal. So when someone confronts you like it is a big deal, it's rattling. And you're like, what? And you always agree with them. It's like, you know, when you go to the doctor and they're like, how many drinks do you have per week? And you're like, almost one. (laughs) And then it's like, yeah, I don't know why you feel compelled to lie because it's not bad. But suddenly someone's making it seem like, you know, you are the devil. That's a good And you're like, I'm not. That's a good point. I always say no when they ask if I smoke. And then I'm like, but weed. I smoke weed. Like, technically, yes, I don't smoke cigarettes, but I smoke weed. Well, that's not embarrassing to tell your doctor because it's not in the same ballpark as drinking in terms of how it harms you. Right. Well, I always say, oh, I don't drink, but I do a ton of cocaine. (laughs) Yeah. I only drink when I um, do cocaine. I'm addicted to cocaine. I do it every day. (laughs) It's a great way to... Mm, no, not a smoker, but sometimes I put cocaine in my joints. No? Okay. Uh, when I'm drinking excessively, <laughs> this is a great way to try and like dance around the fact that you're just a horrible addict. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So the deck crew are, go and get the laser sailboat so the guests can race them after lunch. Uh, and the guests sit down for lunch, but Billy doesn't want to eat. He's like, I'm not even very... I'm not even hungry. 
because he's like so pissed. But then after lunch, Billy gets up. And he's like, you know what? I'm mad. Where's Glenn? So he confronts Glenn and he says he's very offended and he was very drunk the night before, but he wasn't on drugs. And he understands it's a serious issue, but he feels like his luxury yacht vacation has been ruined and he's very offended. You have to do that. You have to play out all yeah. the emotions. Yeah. And I was like, and it's, sit down. Everyone knows you did the drugs. And then it's like, cut to Billy. What's his last name? Lolly. Billy Lolly in the new Broadway play. And then it turns out he's just been an actor this whole time. And he's just playing it all out. No, he's uh, got a one-man show off Broadway. And he's like, hey, guys, I want to tell you the time I was profiled on a show called Below Here's Deck. He goes, and so there I was. There I was. <laughs> minding my own business. Having 17 drinks. Or as I say to my doctor, no drinks. <laughs> It's actually pretty good. You should write that. <laughs> or as I say to my doctor, maybe one a week. Yeah, maybe one, I guess, if I'm like, you know, if like someone I know died. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, no. Uh, like maybe half a glass of wine. I'm mostly tutoring. <laughs> Stupid. So... Glenn calls Ciara Paget and Byron to the wheelhouse and says this regatta needs to be great because they really need to finish this boat on a high note. So they plan a course out for the guests. They regatta finish. We regatta. That's the, the, the pun in the, this in the episode. Regatta. Gotta. Regatta. Yeah. Mm hmm. Regatta. 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 I gotta. <laughs> Rigoto. So uh, Jenna, being an asshole, Moskowitz. Jenna yes. being an asshole on the warpath, she literally goes, uh, Adam, have you, during the crew mess, she goes, Adam, have you ever seen the stews Swiffer, this whole area? And he's like, I've never seen the stews do anything because I'm also a piece of shit. And she's like, I love doing this. That's what she says about calling out her stew. She says, I love to do this. That's an evil person. No matter what she says, she will forever be an evil person. There's never a redeeming moment because to be redeemed, there first must be humility. Yeah. And she does not have any of that. No, she doesn't. It's like, you know, Trump can never have, I mean, it's the second episode I've compared her to Trump, but just in the way, I mean, that the type of personality that never says sorry, there's never a moment to let your guard down with them. And there's no waffling. There's no back and forth with Jenna. It's just you always hate her and distrust her. Yeah. There's no point I came around on her at this season because Never, she— Never. Not one scene. The second I'm like, maybe, and then she does something even more horrible. No. Or says like, something. Oh, no. I did like her, but it turns out it was just because I was watching a commercial. Yeah. And I thought, I, yeah, I got confused. But yeah, she says she loves to basically attack people. And so she goes to Georgia and she's like, Do you ever Swiffer this whole area? And she goes, No, I just Swiffer my area. And she's like, Well, you're supposed to do it two times a day. It's on your to do list. And Georgia's like, Hey, I have an idea. It's the last day. Go fuck yourself. She doesn't say that, but that's how she feels. And a part of me was like, Don't do it, Georgia. Don't do it. But she does do it, and I I wish she didn't. So Jenna couldn't have such satisfaction. Yeah, they never really make the point because, you know, Glenn wouldn't make the point. 
I feel like Lee would make a point to Jenna. Lee would dress her down in a way that Glenn just refuses to. Glenn puts his little jabs in, you know. He runs up and he jumps as high as he can and then he he lands on a trampoline and then goes up even higher and then stabs uh, Jenna in her ankle. But she ne- he never has the uh, authority to make her sweat. Yeah. One of those things. All right. It's just one of those things. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. So they get the lasers ready for the regatta, and Byron and Paget uh, will be taking the two guests who want to race. And Chris says he loves racing these little lasers, and he grew up doing this and capsizing them and just having the time of his life. So he's really heartbroken that he can't do it as well. So everyone watches the two lasers race, and um, Byron is going with Billy, and then Paget goes with one of the women whose name I don't know. And Byron's like, oh, great. I have to go with the guy we just searched his cabin for yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> That's uh, a good point. It starts out with Byron in the lead, but somehow Byron's boat falls over and they have to, like, readjust it. Uh, and it ends with Paget winning the race. Real fun. Um, it was pretty fun when they uh, sank, when their boat sank. Yeah. I don't. How did it— They're like, hey, we need to search your room. I guess we didn't find anything. Well— Go sink his boat. He's probably like they mother. This this motherfucker sank me on purpose. Maybe they doing me dirty for my coke. They doing. I'm just trying to have a good time. They were trying to get the coke wet so he can do it because it's clearly in his pocket. Yeah. So um, yeah. So Paget tells Byron the next day is Ciara's birthday and he got her a Leatherman and Byron's like, what the fuck? That's what you get people for their birthday and. uh, Patch is like, no, that's just one of her gifts. And Byron's like, well, what else did you get her? And he's like, uh, nothing yet. That was funny. I had to look up. I got a Leatherman as a gift. I had to look up what it was because I didn't know what it was. It's like a handy tool. Some might say it was the ultimate romantic gift. Okay, buddy. So a Leatherman's like one of those like. I received it. Can you let me explain what Uh, a Leatherman is? A Leatherman is like a fancy Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it has all the different tools that can fold up into like one thing. Yeah. But then, you know, it can also like turn into a 
like a fucking wrench or whatever. But anyway, so uh, I got one because I was a groomsman. It was a groomsman gift hmm. in a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so now what? Okay, you're annoying. So, uh, yeah, Georgia says she feels like she has to say something about her feelings for Paget um, to Ciara. And Ciara says she's looking forward for some much-needed time away from this crew. <sighs> oh, boy. So the guests sit down for dinner, and Adam has made a Greek buffet. Um, and Billy seems like he's in a better mood. He's not freaking out. He's eating dinner. He's pleasant. Uh, and then after dinner, the guests all go to bed, and it's the next the day. next day. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so the guests are having breakfast now. Billy seems fine. This is all about how Billy feels now. This is called Below Deck Sailing. How does Billy feel? So the guests say that they would charter this boat again. And they thought that the crew was just great. And I'm like, you, Billy would charter this boat again? Yeah, I would come right back here. I loved it. I was told by my mom that I have to be nice and pretend that I like you. And also she has to give you a very good tip that is even better than the dying lady's tip. Okay, thank you, bye. Yeah, so the crew docks the boat for the last time. Easy peasy. The guests are leaving, and the guests all say they're happy. They loved it. Billy seems in a great mood. And then they fucking leave. Last guest. And then the entire crew cheers like, we're done! And Padgett says if him and Ciara can work in the same department together, then the sky's the limit. For now. And so... uh. The, uh, the crew works on flipping the boat and Madison and Georgia are eating lunch and then Jenna joins them and she's like, so how do you guys think the season went? And I'm like, why would you ask oh that? Oh my God. And uh, basically they don't respond because they don't want to and they are like, well, you know, it was a season. And they're like, and Georgia's like, how do you feel the season went? And Jenna's like, well, I think it went well. Uh, some things pushed me over the it- edge a little bit more than usual. And Georgia's like, um, was that you bullying people? Well, no, actually, Jenna before that says something about like people are making jokes at people's expense, and it's like you. And that's when Georgia calls her out for bullying people, and Jenna's like, "You don't think I get bullied too?" And I was like, "Who bullied you, Jenna?" I guess me. I'm Jenna's bully in this case because I've been so hard on her, but she deserved well, it in my opinion. We're retroactively bullying her. Sure, but. <sighs> <sighs> We're not causing anything. We're, these people don't know us. Right. I'm just critiquing some really poor behavior, and I do hope she changes. I hope after watching this, she changed, but I doubt it. So, Georgia and Madison say they were scared. They literally tell Jenna this because this is the environment Jenna created. They said they were scared to go in the galley because Jenna and Adam were always making jokes at everyone's at, everyone's at expense, and it was very uncomfortable, and it was literally, like, terrifying to be around them. And Jenna says that was just her frustrations coming out because she felt like there were a lot of stupid questions and she would vent to Adam about it. And Georgia's like, hmm, well, when someone's new in the field, having a bunch of stupid questions is justified. And Jenna's like, because mm. she's fucking dead on the inside. And Georgia's like, well, I did my best. 
So fuck you. And Madison says she doesn't want anyone to ever feel the way Jenna made her feel and says if Jenna can be a chief stew, then she can handle it as well because she sucked. And Jenna tells Byron that the stews told her that she could be very mean and that they were scared of her. And Byron says that they started at a different time, her, him and Jenna, when it was a lot more strict and shitty, I guess. And what it is now is that he just basically says like yachting has gotten a lot softer than it used to be. Uh, and there definitely needs to be a level of respect for each other. But the younger ones need to wind their heads in a little and listen. But the stews mm. think that Jenna created the segregation between the junior and senior crews with all her bullshit. Isn't it crazy that Byron is just like, uh, you know, that whole time, this whole season, Jenna has been talking about how hard it was for her and how they shouldn't have it easy, but for no reason. Same, same way with Kate, you know? She's like, the first six years I was in boating, they tied a rope around my foot and dragged me behind the ship, you know, to haze me. You know, it's like, well, you're an idiot for doing that then, and there's no reason to do that now, and you're just like, you think you're owed this because someone was mead to you, and uh, you just want to perpetrate that for the rest of your life, right. perpetuate that. And uh, that's really, really sad. Yeah. And then Byron comes in and he's like, um, no, I have a life and a wife and a kid, and um, oh, boating used to be different, and now it's this, and it's actually a lot better. I agree. It's like, just because someone else treated you poorly doesn't mean you need to turn around and treat someone else poorly. Like, you could actually stop the trend. You could change it for the better. Ugh, stupid. And she never needed either of their affection because she had Adam. All right. So she could be, like, even meaner than she's ever been. Yeah. Which is gross. It's gross on her yeah. part. So Paget presents Ciara with her Leatherman for her birthday. And she says, I love practical gifts. I'm like, you fucking nerd. She really loves him. And they have a great relationship. And it is infuriating. I guess. They still vibe as brother and sister. I don't think it's really infuriating. I'm just playing a character. Okay. Um, everyone sings happy birthday to Ciara in the crew mess, except for Adam, who's in his room. So ha what, what's so surprising, the fact that Adam refuses to ever experience any joy or give anyone any joy outside of his food, which I'm sure is whatever. So it's tip meeting time. And Glenn said it was a challenging charter and they had a situation, but they still finished on a high note. And... Yeah, we learned that they got a 15K tip. I forgot to do the cha-ching. 15K tip. Wow. And we learned in total, they got about a little over 16K each. And the entire team's total was $143,000. Pretty good. Wow. They say they're going to spend their final night at a beach bar. And even Glenn is coming. Woo! Yeah, Glenn went to dinner that first night too. Remember he uh, first and last. I think he he jumped on one of their calves, and uh, they walked him into town. First and last. Yeah, he had his leather jacket on. Remember, he was a leather daddy. Vaguely. Vaguely. 
Well, he's a leather daddy. Okay. Uh, he can hang out Isn't with... Isn't it crazy, like, you know, because you watch every season, like, there's some woman who just absolutely throws themselves at Captain Lee. Obviously, this is uh, Glenn's first season, so it, obviously it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't happen the same way because Captain Lee has a certain level of celebrity and women come on the boat already wanting to bone him. Mm-hmm. Same is going to happen for Glenn. I mean, he keeps it tight, and uh, he's you know a, a level-headed guy with a great job and a nice, even personality. Uh, you're not maybe going to you know have a great night with him, but you know he's never going to make you feel bad for no reason. Right. And uh, I feel like in pre- in seasons coming up, it, I'm excited that there's a single captain. Actually, Sandy was single last year, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know the timeline of when she got together with her. She lover. broke up with her, yeah. Um, so there's a gap. But we found out, especially from Paget and Ciara, that people in relationships, before they come on the boat, uh, like real relationships, are boring. It's just a fact. That's why almost everybody on the ship is single when they hire them. Or lying Usually. about being single. Well, even that's more exciting. Yeah. Well, Adam says, Jenna is the closest thing he's gotten to saying I love you to anyone. Uh, and I guess they're planning, their ro- they're going to take a road trip together in a van after this season. And Georgia says she can't ignore her feelings for Paget anymore and she needs to tell Ciara because she's going to find out eventually. See, at least Georgia understands how filming a TV show works. Can't deny shit, Jenna. Mm-hmm. But she says having to admit these feelings is terrifying. So Georgia goes and finds Ciara on the deck and offers to help her a little, but then rips the Band-Aid off and tells her that she has a thing for Paget. And Ciara's like, yeah, I knew that. It was very obvious. And Georgia says she wanted to tell her, but never planned on crossing any lines or anything like that. And she feels guilty. And Ciara says, it's fine. You're fine. It is what it is. And Georgia says, having Ciara basically be like, yeah, I know, I never considered you a threat is like twisting a knife in her. I mean, is it? I guess. What's she supposed to say? Thank you for never trying to steal my boyfriend and not acting on your urges. It's just a thing that doesn't need to be said because she could go into these ITMs and say... You know, whatever. That's all she's worried about, right? You know, it's just she just doesn't want her to watch the show and be like, why is this bitch talking about how much of a crush she has on my boyfriend this whole time? So she just wants to be like, just to get in front of it, but not really for any reason. Like, they're not friends. They're not going to be friends. Well, Ciara immediately turns around and tells Paget, and he's like, hmm, okay. And I was like, do not tell Paget. Paget's the one you don't want to know this. He is, how you say, a slippery slope of a man. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, everyone goes out to dinner for their final night. And Jenna immediately brings up a threesome between Paget, George, and Ciara. And they insist she stop bringing it up, you dumb bitch. And she's like, what? And it's like, go to hell, Jenna. Guess what, Jenna? You're over. So Glenn asks every crew member the high point from the season for them, and they only let, like, five people answer. But Chris says, getting the sails up and the engines going. And Paget says, the regatta. And Adam says, meeting Jenna. 
And Glenn says everyone on the crew blew him away, and he thinks that they have a fantastic family here. Everyone on the crew blew him. That's crazy. <laughs> you know that's not possible. No, that's how they got the job. That's how they put him in the bubble, and they're like, like, yeah. Well, it doesn't take a lot, you know. That's the thing. Most of them didn't even know they were doing it. Yep. I wonder if there's like an that's alarm weird. that's like Glenn got stuck in a bubble again. Bubble, yeah. Like there's a sensor that senses that uh, there's a film between the captain mm-hmm. and the wall. <laughs> yeah. So after dinner, Glenn bounces and goes back to the boat, and everyone hangs out at the beach bar. And Georgia has her guitar, and she plays music for them. And Padgett is loving it and like singing along, and everyone's like laughing at him, like "What the fuck, dude?" And Ciara doesn't look impressed at all. And she says she hopes she never has to hear this song again. And I'm like, ooh, that's too bad. It's on Spotify now. And you know Padgett is bumping it. Wow, it's on Spotify? Yeah, wasn't it? I thought you played it for us. Maybe it was a different song. I played a different song. Oh. Equally shitty. Well, I don't think she's shitty. I, I think she's a good at what she does. I don't like her Okay, music. fool. And you're not allowed to like things I don't like. Well, Paget loves. I like Paget's like, Woo! like her number one fan, like singing along. It's pretty funny. So everyone but Byron, Jenna, and Adam go to the bar to dance to the DJ music. Dance but Byron, to the Jenna, DJ. and Adam basically like go to bed on the beach. But then dance to the DJ. Georgia's just chugging from her flask all night, and Paget finds her at one point, and he says, "Uh, yeah, I, uh." I want to tell you something. And she's like, yeah. And then he's like, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. He just chickens out and gets out of there. And I was like, was he going to be like, I love you, Georgia. Dance to the DJ. (laughs) So anyway, uh, everyone heads back to the boat. And Jenna and Adam don't share the master cabin for once. Because he's like, I can wait 24 hours. Wow. Till what? Till you never have to see her again? I guess. It's the next day, and guess what, bitch? It's the final day. Wow. You know what else? Dance to the DJ. Dance. Every day. Dance to the DJ. Dance to the DJ. Not a lot, not enough songs just do one. <laughs> You know, they're all like, mm-t, mm-t, mm-t. and I'm like, yes, we get it. So you want them to be like, mm-t. I get out. Oons. Yeah. It's a party. Oons. So yeah. Chris says this injury has put a stop to his career, which is scary for him. And he doesn't know what's going to happen next, but he's going to head back to the UK, see a specialist, and then hopefully come back better and stronger. And then Chris leaves. And Byron says, everyone is mostly capable and <laughs> just insult everyone. Then he says, he'll never pass up the opportunity to work with Glenn. But he can't wait to be ashore and be with his wife and daughter. And as he's leaving, Byron's family, like his wife and his daughter, like walk up on the deck to him to greet him on the dock. And then Byron leaves. And Byron, I guess, insists on no one meeting his family. You didn't think they were real, did you? No, I did. Okay. Yeah, so Byron got out. Incredible. Byron's a good guy. I think Byron won the season. Would you say that? Sure. 
Because nothing really affected him, and he had some good lines. Yeah. Who would you say it to? You. All right. On this podcast. Nice. Madison says she learned that she's more sensitive than she thought she was, and she takes things too personally, personally, and she shouldn't. And she says she's going to miss Georgia the most because she feels like she found a sister and will have her in her life forever. We'll be right back. After this quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. And we're back from this quick commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. Too much. We're almost done with the season and the episode. Kill me now. I mean, great. What is your problem, Nick? Nothing. You want to talk problems? Tell me. Do I want to talk problems? No, because you'll be yapping all night. Oh, shut up. So Georgia says her and Paget formed a strange connection, and she feels she has to put it out there at the expense of her dignity. So she pulls him aside and tells him that she was happy to have met him and feels like he, he really got her. And then she starts to cry and says he means more to her than, he, than she thinks he realizes. And then Paget tells Georgia that Sierra told him what she told her and that he could have never acted on it obviously but he feels guilty because someone in front of him is a very sensitive person who is looking for someone to treat her well and it is sad to see her go Mm. then he's like george is single so (laughs) yeah anyone who's interested but like treat her well because i will talk to you and i was like thank you paget next time don't yell Mm. next wise words Get your shit together. Mm. Mm. And Georgia says when she first started as a soul stew, she thought having team members to rely on would be better, but it's actually three times as complicated. And then Georgia leaves to go focus on her music career. And Jenna says she fell in love in a hopeless place, and she loved this season because she got to meet Adam. Hmm. And Adam tells Glenn that he's a great captain, and he's one of the few he would come back and work with. Guess what, Adam? No one wants you back. And then Adam and Jenna leave together. And then it's just Ciara, Paget, and Glenn again. It's the original family. And Ciara says she realized she's more capable than ever. 
Or then she realized, and it was good for her to work on the deck, and she's glad that Glenn pushed her to do it. (sighs) And then we cut to Adam and Jenna on a road trip in a van somewhere. Is it Greece? Are they still in Greece road tripping, or they go back to the States? Um, States. That's not Adam's van, is it? Uh, the one where this with the sleeper, the camper on top of the van. Well, it's like a little green van. I thought he had a different van. Oh no, you're thinking of Rocky's van. No, I don't know. Well, that's no, the end you're of the episode. Of van. That's the end of the episode. End of the season. Botox. Uh, yeah. After this, we just have the reunion. Then we're done with sailing yacht. Boat facts. All right, it's time for boat facts with Nikki T's. According to BoatUS.com, in their article, The Boat Lover's Guide to American Colleges by Tim Murphy, which states, okay, mm-hmm. I'm asking you to guess states Okay. Here. Which states have some of the 25 boatiest schools in America? Okay, they're not in any order. These are just uh, the schools on this list offer at least three different accredited marine-related programs, both academic and extracurricular. So, okay, I'm going to give you seven guesses of states that some of these schools are in. Okay. And you have to get five right. Okay, Okay, five out of seven. Okay. All right. Go. California. You got it. Okay. Um, Because I know Cal Maritime. Um, Maine. You got it. Florida. You got it. Two more? Well, you got to guess seven. What? I thought I only had to guess five. Well, uh, yeah, I guess right. You have to guess five. You can do seven max to get five. Right. Okay. So you're at three. Okay. Alaska? No, I'm sorry. How about Minnesota? Minnesota? <laughs> Good guess. No, I get it. Land of 10,000 lakes. Yeah, fuck. Um, does not have a lot of maritime degrees. Uh, how about New York? New York, you got it. That's four out of six. Okay. You have one more guess. Oh, no. Coming down to the wire. That New York has its own maritime College. What's it called? State University of New York, SUNY Maritime College. Oh, really? They also have a maritime. Yeah, there's actually no California Maritime College on this list, but what do you there's mean? UC Davis, UCLA, UC. No, because. No, I'm sure it does. I'm just saying it's not on this list, but it doesn't matter. Cal you State got one more guess. Maritime. You got one more guess. Uh, shit, 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 shit. Uh, ooh, 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 ah, uh. You know, my dad got a marine biology degree from Florida State. That's on this list. How about Massachusetts? Massachusetts is your final guess. Fuck, did I just Massachusetts, fuck that up? she says. Did I fuck that up? Is there anything on this list from Massachusetts? Mm, no, you could have said Alabama. What? You you could have said Ohio. Ugh. 
You could have said Virginia. You could have said Texas. You're right. Fuck. You could have said Connecticut. You could have said Michigan covered. You could have said Louisiana. God damn it. You could have said North Carolina. You could have said Oregon, Rhode Island, Washington State, Maryland. But you didn't. Anyway, um, I don't know what good that was, but I sure did have a lot of fun. Damn, I should have said Maryland. That makes sense. The U.S. Naval Academy. Fuck. All right. Well, that's it. What a show. We'll hit you with the reunion tomorrow. Yeah, guys. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Below... No, wait. What's the show called? Deckheads. But we just covered Below Deck Sailing Season 1, Episode 17, the finale, baby. Yeah, like Nick said, the reunion is next. And then we start Season 5 of Med, baby. 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 So, yeah, you can follow us with Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Follow me at Anna Hosea. Nick is at Nick's Turners. This is me doing my, like, spiel like the flight attendants do at the beginning. Yeah, you can leave us a five-star review if you'd like. Uh, Check it out. Uh, We would love a five-star review. Just go press the little five-star button if you don't actually want to write something. Or feel free to write something or include a boat fact. We would love it. Yeah, and uh, we will read it out loud because we love to shout out you, peoples. And uh, check out our merch on TeePublic. That's Dickhead's Pod merch on TeePublic. And if you do buy some of our merch, please send us a photo of yourself wearing it because we would love to shout you out and post it on our socials. Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening. You've been great. I can't wait to go weekly. All right. We will see you guys in hell. Goodbye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need— eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.